At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Yes, you did. Hour number three of Prime primetime action here on a Monday night. Not just any Monday night, but the first night of Monday night football of the 2021-22 NFL season. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. 7 nothing Ravens. Uh, second quarter has just begun. The Ravens facing a third, uh, third and seven now, just 30 seconds into the second quarter. But uh, Derek Carr, Matt and Kelly, um, boy, you know, with our eyes, we're doing two things at once. We're doing a show and we're watching and we're trying to, uh, you know, I'm hard pressed to name a quarter of football I've seen from a quarterback where a quarterback has been more inaccurate or more uh, or has had more incidents of trying to force the ball into coverage. And Derek Carr in the first quarter, two of 10 for 22 yards with Waller having seven targets and only one catch for 13. Yeah, it has been, I mean, and listen, it's not even like he's been under an incredible amount of pressure or anything like nope. that, right? I mean, that's the other thing about it all is we, we, didn't, we didn't see this complete dominance. I, mean, I thought this defensive line was going to be able to, to really put Carr in some, some bad position. That had not been the case so far, so it's just really been inaccuracies, and like I said, more than anything, Trying to force it to one, re- it looks like yes. he has one read every time yeah. too. Like he had not even doesn't even look around did, to see what's did, going on. Did you guys see that? So I don't know if you this caught your guys eye. That last incompletion he had on that last drive, Marlon Humphrey came up celebrating, and the ball seemingly popped up out of nowhere. I'm seeing screen grabs on Twitter right now where Marlon Humphrey like had it in his hands. I don't think he realized he had an interception. I thought it was yeah, an like interception. the ball kind of came out of Watching nowhere when they were like sandwiched together. It was like literally in his hands, and he kind of just like let go. Because mm-hmm. when celebrating that it was incomplete, stuff like that kills me. 
Just kills me. Meanwhile, the Raiders are only down seven to nothing. They have the ball mm-hmm. back now. First until they're thirty-five. The night is young. This can be corrected. Yeah. And the the Twitter machine is already calling for Marcus Mariota. <laughs> By the way, there's a run. Uh, Josh Jacobs loses two yards, I believe, on that one. So uh, that ain't gonna work. By the way, Jerry Judy, we mentioned he had the uh, the what ended up being called a high ankle sprain, which is good news for the Broncos. He'll only miss four to six weeks. There looked like it was going to be much worse. But here was his tweet. Appreciate y'all for the, all the ankle donations. Hello, <laughs> hell. <laughs> uh, I credit him for being in good spirits yes. after that from yesterday. Because, I mean, you got to – I mean – Second year in the league, you got to be thinking at that moment. Oh man, am I about to miss my uh, this entire season? Like, what's going to happen? I mean, it, it looked looked pretty close to what we saw with Dak when he went down yesterday. It was scary looking. It was pretty bad. Car now on a second and Again, ten, all day. scrambling all day. Got him. He's, he just dumps it off to Josh Jacobs, Ooh. who just gets destroyed. Oh, short gain. Harrison on the hit for the for the Ravens. So it's going to be third and long again for Las Vegas. Again, in their own territory here. Uh, Call it the 37-yard line, I believe, where Jacobs was hit. But uh, that's been the story so far in this game. We do have lines, betting lines, for next week. Uh, I do a show every Monday morning with uh, Chrissy Andrews. It's a tribute to the old Stardust radio show, uh, which was the first sort of look at the upcoming week's lines. And I guess what the lines are going to be. Chrissy tells me what he's going to post right behind us here at the South Point Hotel Casino. He runs this sports book. And within that exercise, we try to sort of extract value, a first blink at what lines are going to end up being uh, in the upcoming week. And Matt, uh, we'll go through all of them, but I will tell you that the two that were fascinating to me, one, Arizona, uh, in my opinion, again, you heard me gush about the uh, the Cardinals earlier, only a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Vikings. I thought it would be a little higher. Three-and-a-half right now. Three-and-a-half now. Oh, because we're going the other so way. it came down. It was – It was the look-ahead line was three. So it was three, then four-and-a-half after the game, Gill. So I guess it got bet down a little bit closer to give, that board. Give me the Cardinals. That that I love. And then the other one, which is a look-ahead because the Ravens haven't hadn't played yet. They're playing tonight. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are only two-and-a-half-point favorites at Baltimore. I think Matt and I both bet that last week. There was. Yeah. Uh, uh, I bet it already. When, 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 we can't, when we can't give you guys uh, content so that we can save a segment for Gil, uh, uh, that, was, that was one of my – institution. That was one of my – I walked over to Kelly, and I was save pointing at my segment. screen, and I'm like, do you, do you see what I'm seeing right here? Like, yeah. do, do so you that, see was, that was what you guys were whispering about yeah. last oh, week? Oh, wait. What? I thought you heard the whole thing. No. Oh, okay. I, I was about to make a joke if I bet Gil got the Chiefs line right. But, yeah, that was – no, yeah. remember I walked the computer over to you. Remember, oh, that's I, I right. Pointed at yeah. the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys did it over your sound. Yeah, right. yeah, so I bet that I bet that before the weekend already. Uh, laid one and a half. So. I couldn't believe that line. I yeah. guess I we, guessed five and a half. Well, we we had it. That, that's why I, I. Oh, muff of a punt, but the Ravens do fall. I walked it over to Kelly because it was one and a half. Was was the look at, and so we were like, I was like, what? Well, <laughs> yeah, instant bet for me. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's I'll be playing that one. I'll tell no you the what. other uh, the other ones that I looked at um, last night pretty closely. The Bills interest me this week. You know, I know it's a three point three point favorite on the road down in Miami. I think that's a game though that they're gonna have to bounce back from. I, I I think they maybe rolled into week one feeling themselves from last year a bit and, and got shocked of, of how, what the Steelers came out with, how much of a grind it was on offense for them. They really it felt like they hadn't been uh, – Taken apart like that by a defense in a while, at least to me, Matt. I think the I think the Dolphins 
you know, like we talked about, the Patriots could have easily won that game. I think the Dolphins' W looks a little bit better than how they actually played. So I, I know that's going to be a very, very square pick. I'm sure everybody will be on the Bills minus three this week. I, that one still interests me, though, just the, like everybody will be on the Chiefs. The thing is about this is when we're saying, like, we're not overreacting to to one week of, of football here. I mean, specifically, I mean, the Dolphins didn't do anything to make you think less of the team, but they certainly didn't do anything to make you feel right more, you know, more confident in them at all. I think Tua was perfectly competent, and I think the offense was perfectly competent, but I don't think it was anything where we're like, oh, we were definitely either right. way too high or way too low on this team. We're like, eh, it's about kind of about what we what we expected. Dolphins seven and three straight up with Tua as their starter now. We did get um, you know, the other thing we did, we got the, we got the two of the waddle touchdown. Yep. We got the, the Hertz to Smith touchdown. Mm-hmm. We got the burrow to, to chase touchdown. Yes. Like, I mean, it was all of the, all the college connections. Every, we got, we got all the touchdowns. Did. Chase yeah. might've been the best of the bunch yesterday. Yeah. As a matter of fact, so, I guess the, the lack of uh, white stripes didn't bother him. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that was no big deal in the yeah. end. He had a great game. Funny I, when I, you're an Uber elite athlete, how uh, that just works out for you. Yeah. Right? Like everyone's like, oh, he's a bust. He can't catch because of a couple of preseason <laughs> games. It's like, yeah, it's, it's it's funny whenever you're an Uber elite athlete, how you can just kind of, you know, get over things. Like how, that. How'd you feel about the Rams only being four point favorites at Indianapolis? That was the one I wanted to ask Matt about too. That one is that's your play on. Play that one against? is certainly that one is certainly probably going to get played by me pretty pretty soon. And that's one though. I think I, I like Matt just said pretty soon. I think key words there, right? Because four, I think four is going to rise pretty quick. And then you kind of get into that four and a half, five, five and a half dead, you know, dead number area, and that that's not ideal so i think i i don't think there's any way that's going closer to three this week it's only going to get higher there's nothing in this world that that colts team did that would lead me to believe that they're going to be any better than i thought they were going to be in the pre in, in, in the preseason i mean carson Wentz still looks as as bottom of the league as as any of the quarterbacks that that are out there that offensive line didn't give him much help either and then the defense finally Ooh, wide open lamar jackson Big gainer. Is that Hollywood? Big gainer. It's so tough know, with these single digits. These single digits now. You can't tell anything. Um, I felt like such an old man over uh, yesterday. Yes, it was. It was. Those. So he is now. Now we know. Hollywood Brown is now five. Hollywood Brown yeah. is five. Am okay. I going to remember that next week? No, probably not. By the end of the season, it won't be a big deal at all. But like this weekend, I felt like such an old man. I'm like, we were watching that on Thursday, right, Gil? And I'm like, I have no idea who any of these guys are. <laughs> oh, that's no Leonard, idea. oh, that's Leonard Fournette now? Number seven? <laughs> uh, so let me just ask you this kind of wacky question here. We're only in the second quarter. It, the Ravens' performance thus oh, and Lamar Jackson puts it on the turf, but falls on it. Uh, the Ravens' performance thus far do you think that number will reappear as the Chiefs only as two-and-a-half-point favorites in the morning so far? Probably not. Probably not. That's what I'm thinking. Probably I, not. I mean, probably not. It might not be huge, but I think all you're going to see then is Chiefs money all week. Like it's. Oh, gonna... I said to Chrissy and I bet on the show one United States dollar because I guessed five-and-a-half, and it goes, you're way off. It's two-and-a-half. Oh, and I, I said, gonna, I gonna I said by the time the kickoff, I bet you it's at my number. And he says, let's bet one dollar. I would. I, my guess would be five, so I'm right with you, Gil. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's gonna fly. I especially after this. You know, here's Lamar Jackson, second and fourteen. Uh, flushes in the middle, finds a man crossing patter. Sammy Watkins tiptoes the sidelines and gets all the way inside the red zone. Wow. Watkins just flashed across. Jackson had to be. Uh, sort of step up into the pocket, and Watkins was uh, going right to left on your screen. Jackson found him, and then a, a sharp right angle here at the sidelines. Oh, bad angle by the defender right. 
and Watkins just steamrolls into the red zone. This is this is these last couple of plays have been good for my overpassing prop. Into the red zone, by the way, if I said end zone. Looks like a bit of hold on the right hand side, but you know whatever. First and ten. Hey Kelly. Just because you got that uh, ten-point teaser over there, doesn't need you. You don't need to be biased. He's watching biased just, eyes over there. It's it's, ama- it's amazing, uh, you know what happens when you got. Kelly, money Kelly got some oh, biased you have, eyes. You have the Raiders on a, in a teaser. Oh, I yeah. missed that. Jackson over the top, intended for uh, Mark Andrews. No. Try, trying to go oh, not perfect six and zero. Six and zero on teasers this week. No. Whatever an Oliver is. Whatever Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> not your guy. We don't, we don't know what an Oliver is. Oh but. man. Oh so. Oh and, yeah. then, and then there's their survivor. By the way, survivor in terms of looking up and down this. This slate of games, there are three double-digit favorites. Cleveland, 12.5-point favorites around there, uh, hosting the Texans. Uh, then you have Tampa Bay, 13-point favorites, hosting the Falcons. And then Monday night, Green Bay, 10.5-point favorites, hosting the Lions. Probably yeah. the biggest survivor plays. The, I mean, because you're not going to burn the Bucks. I already burned the Bucks yeah. last week. Here's oh, a handoff boy. to Tyson Williams, who gets about four yards. It'll be second and six. The Ravens can get a first down before they get a touchdown. Second six, I believe, at the 11-yard line. 9.20 left. Ravens already up 7 to nothing and knocking at the dough. But they got a uh, third down now. I don't know if 55, the total of 55, is enough in this Dallas Chargers game. Because Dallas will score Fair. on anybody. And and, and the, the Chargers, Chargers probably will, should yes. score back on that defense. Yeah. I don't even know if 50, I mean, that's a high total. I don't even know if 55 is enough. You might be right about that. That thing could play into the 60s. Here's Lamar Jackson, flushed to the right, runs, uh, fakes the throw. Now he finally does throw it in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, Hollywood Brown. 13 to nothing Ravens as we go to break on VEASAN's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football season is here, and VEASAN has kicked off our new schedule. We have new talent shows to help you make the most of your fall betting action. The VEASAN lineup has expanded to 21 hours of live programming every weekday, as well as additional shows on the weekend. Want to give you the latest odds and stay on top of the in-game betting opportunities for every key game across the country. And we've added new personalities to our existing world-class team. Not just any new personalities, but former pro athletes, sports media veterans, and, of course, strategic sports bettors. That's what sets VEASAN apart. VEASAN, VEASAN.com to see our new lineup and talent and make this your best football betting season ever. I'll say it before. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Is the Greg Peterson experience happening, Kelly? Is that part of this? Oh, of course it is. I heard it was fantastic. I think you're making that up. It was an experience? No, I'm not. I heard, actually... As with Greg, yeah. I heard wildly different from uh, didn't like it at all. To it was fantastic. Raiders Raiders start this drive down fourteen to nothing. There's the uh, they're showing the Darren Waller seven targets, just one catch for thirteen yards. I have the over on Waller, fourteen to nothing Ravens. Derek Carr enters this drive three of eleven for twenty nine yards. Is that good? Three of eleven, twenty nine yards? No, not really. Here's Carr. He does complete a pass on the outside. That's his uh, fullback Ingold, and that'll be good for oh about five yards, second and five. Now the more the more the Ravens, and it's fourteen to nothing as I mentioned. The more the Ravens add to this, the more muted that line with the with the Chiefs will be next week. So I hope the Ravens just roll them, because I want to jump in on the Chiefs in a in a heavy fashion. I just I just took the Chiefs at three because. Like I said, it yeah. it is it is on it is on the move. So I uh, I went ahead and took the Chiefs. Let me just say that on guessing lines. Now imagine how dumb I, I supposedly look being three point off three points off that number. But like I stuck to it. I'm like, how can that be two and a half? Yeah, I mean, I had some. I've already got some one and a half. But like I wanted it three as well before 
now that I've got some information, now yeah. that I'm able to, and plus those look at lines, you can only get down a, a certain amount. A certain amount, yeah. limited, yes. So I stay in a cocoon. I have no idea about those limited lines. I couldn't believe that. Could not believe that. Guessing lines, must, must uh, listen to every week. Chrissy Andrews is just fabulous with this. First and 10 for the Raiders. Um, obviously having a tough time here. First and 10 at their own 36, 745 left in the second quarter. There's Renfro in the middle. That'll, that's going to be a first down, a little 12-yard pickup over the top. Usually a third down threat, but Renfro gets it for the Raiders on first down. Raiders got to put something together here. He figured out he had another another target out there. Yeah. Someone else to throw to. Yeah, hasn't looked Waller's way yet this, this drive. Imagine that. Any other line next week uh, stand out to you, Matt? Well, there was there's a couple, I think, that are at least fairly interesting. I mean, look, there is I'm, – I'm, I'm not trying to do this whole overreaction type thing to, to week one. But three and a half, 49ers yeah. at the Eagles. Listen, the Eagles looked good in one game against one of the teams that – we said had a huge wide range of outcomes and one of those outcomes could be really, really bad. And and the Falcons look like they might end up being really bad. 49ers are not flying back across the country. They're going to West Virginia. They're going to stay there and then go from, from, go from Virginia up to Philadelphia. And they've made an art of that. The 49ers. Yeah. And so yes. they're not doing the whole fly back and forth thing. They're just going to, they're just going to chill on the East coast. So will be completely used to all the time. They're not going to be flying all over the uh, flying all over. I really liked what I saw from the offense. Listen, we've got this whole little two quarterback rotation thing that is the that is all the rage right now in the in the NFL, but I think it works for them specifically. Now you do have I so I bet that last night that when that opened at 3, so I, the two I bet were Chiefs and then 49ers at 3 cuz I, I thought that was going to run mm-hmm. immediately and already has it's over 3. I the, I mean the only concerning part is the 49ers injuries, I guess, but I, I, I'm with you, Matt. I, I still think that's a, a, a bit of an overreaction line with what the Eagles did to Atlanta, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll be the heel all year of uh, if the Eagles go to a 10-7 uh, and seven and win the NFC East. I was completely wrong on that team. There you go. Gator. Big gainer. Uh, Waller caught a first down pass for eight yards, and now a big gainer over the top to Waller. There you go. For his third catch of the night and a uh, chunk of yardage in the Raiders. And his 57th target, his third catch, and 54 targets. Feels like it's just been the Waller and the fullback. (laughs) Every catch. Raiders inside the red zone. They'll have a first and 10 at the 19. That was a third and one play right there. And the Raiders figuring they would take two shots at this. Felt good about throwing it over the top, and they get it done. Waller is... I mean, he is, for those unfamiliar with Darren Waller, because Kittle gets the press, Kelsey gets the press, but Waller is right in that group, not a notch below, right in that group. He really is. First and 10. Again, every play in shotgun. There's a pass behind Henry Ruggs going across the middle. Derek Carr has been woefully inaccurate in this game. The inconsistency, for sure, yes. is just is is got to be frustrating if you're a Raiders fan, if you're trying to get him some of these props and things like that. I mean, it's just... I mean, that's a pass. Because, like, I mean, that's just... That's, yeah, that's just, a high school... That's a, uh, like I was going to say, that's a pass I would throw yeah, right the, there. High school can throw that, 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 yeah. that pass right there. One of the more interesting lines of the week to me is... So, which I actually think is, like, not an overreaction, which is pretty crazy. So, the Saints team demolishes the Packers. Mm-hmm. The Panthers struggle with the Jets. And then the Saints, three-and-a-half-point favorites... 
against the, against the Panthers. I actually think that that's appropriate. Yes, I do too. Like I I think that there wasn't an overreaction of the Saints demolishing and the and the Panthers kind of struggling with the Jets team. I think it's fairly appropriate. I mean, look, Jameis Winston might be. I, I will say this, man. He at least was patient. He didn't try to force anything. He actually, like, I think made the correct decision more times than not. There was a lot to like about what you saw from Jameis, despite the fact that his numbers weren't eye-popping. You know, but but just basically being able to kind of just take what take what the defense gave him, use Kamara, use the defense, use and 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 really just kind of command that that game. I I I was pretty impressed. I think we've hit the point in the NFL too, where with these vertical passing games, a guy like Jameis Winston, no matter like no matter what you. Uh, you think about the negatives of him. He's got such the arm talent that it's like, I I, I think, I, I understand the troubles in Tampa and him backing up a Hall of Famer in Drew Brees last year. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Jameis Winston starts the rest of his career in the NFL. I think it's just that that kind of arm talent to stretch a field it is so hard to 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 find these days. And when you can, you have to try to capitalize. Well, and let's, and let's take it beyond the arm talent because Jameis Winston essentially held the clipboard last year mm-hmm. behind Drew Brees. Right? Right. We used to say back in the day when rookies didn't just immediately play in the NFL, oh, he gets to hold the clipboard mm-hmm. for a year or two or three. So and that was the norm. That was the norm. Uh, so that that's how players were. That's going to be a flag. Yeah, that's Big I don't flag. I don't think that's legal. Three flags. That seemed illegal. Uh, <laughs> Even Hunter Renfro, the baseball player, felt that. That's, <laughs> that's going to be a first and goal for the uh, Raiders inside the five as Hunter Renfro just gets mauled on a third down play. By the way, Waller now with four catches on this drive. Um, so. You know he got to hold, he got to hold the clipboard, clipboard. Getting back to Jameis Winston, and he has Sean T- and Sean Payton is now his coach, right? So like you can figure, especially if you're a veteran in this league and you get a year to just sort of reset. Not many people get to do that, right, yeah. and Winston got to do that under Breeze and Payton. So I mean, there is a scenario here where everything's going to click for him now. Reset his eyes too, right? Reset his got, eyes. Got, got the LASIK. Got the and, LASIK. And and you know more than anything, Gil, to to your point is maybe he needed to be humbled a little bit. Maybe maybe there was a little bit of the hey, I'm the first round guy. I'm you know I'm I'm the big man on campus here. And you get to the NFL, and it's like no. Everybody was the big man on campus in the NFL. Everyone was. Yeah. And and maybe getting a little, maybe getting humbled was good for him as well. But I I really did. I liked what he saw. Two yard touchdown run there. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. No, absolutely no uh, joy from Mark Davis there at all. No. Uh, Raiders trying to make it fourteen to seven, pending the extra point. And everybody at Allegiant Stadium acting like the Raiders have just won ten Super Bowls. <laughs> the first right. touchdown goes to Josh Jacobs. In the stadium, there you go for, for the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. For the Raiders first touchdown, crowd. first touchdown though of all crowd. time was from who scored? Tyson the, Williams. Tyson Williams yeah. gets it's the first touchdown at Allegiant Stadium um, in games. That just count as we all, for the just as we all predicted, uh, just as three weeks yes. ago we all would have yes. said, just as we all predicted in yeah. that thing. Mark Davis says Charles Woodson next to him in his box. Fourteen to seven, extra point is good. Four fourteen left in the second quarter. And what are the live lines on this now? What are you seeing on this game? Here for the, Let's uh, see what's popping up. Raiders Nine. 
Nine in favor of the Ravens. Nine in favor of the Ravens. Quoth the Ravens. It's Chris Berman. Used down to, to eight. You still like to say. So people yeah, are taking the nine. Seven, seven, seven and a half here in Vegas. Now down to seven and a half. So, <laughs> it's, it, yeah. so bam, bam, bam. Just it's unbelievable. Got, yeah. Here was the uh, Monday Night Football touchdown score odds, by the way. We're talking about score the first touchdown and an anytime touchdown. Tyson Williams cashed at 11 to one for those who bet it, including downstairs in our control room. Uh, Tyson Wilson, uh, Tyson Williams, eleven to one. But as you know, Josh Jacobs just cast it. Um, pardon me, just cashed it plus one ten. And earlier, Marquise Brown cashed, not listed. Yeah, there he is, well, plus one forty. Pardon me, he's there on the left. So there you go. Congratulations to all those. Down to seven. So it's they're they're taking the Raiders. They're taking the Raiders at these numbers. That's <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Boy, this fan base loves the Raiders. <laughs> Give them that much. Give them that much. Good ball game, though. It could be now. We'll see if the Raiders can uh, do some more in this rally. Keep going to Waller. Keep going to Waller. We'll come back. We'll update all the baseball scores. Look at a little few late baseball games as well on Feaston's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Feaston, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action. Glad you could stick around tonight. Uh, for all that we have to offer here on uh, Primetime Action weekdays on MSG+, Plus, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, for those checking us out uh, via other ways, I should say. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. 14-7 Ravens. Two-minute warning with the Ravens matriculating the ball down the field. Latavius Murray siding right there on that carry. But so. the big carry on this drive was still Tyson Williams. It right? is who yeah. is now who has now cleared. Which we you can't cash a ticket because running backs can always lose yards. But he has now cleared his his prop here in the first half. He's got sixty two rushing yards. But again, I, you would assume it's safe. But running backs lose yards sometimes. <laughs> they do. So though the biggest example of that, not a running back, but in in the Super Bowl, not this past year, but the Super Bowl that the Chiefs yes. won two years ago. What was the story? Patrick Mahomes. The most ridiculous beat ever. It was Patrick <laughs> oh, Mahomes rushing yards. Yes. And he went to kneel the ball, but took the most egregious knees yes. ever. He was like <laughs> going like back like four yards up. at a time We're and betting doing on it. These things, and people Patrick. are sitting there screaming like, what are you doing? Like, just <laughs> kneel it. Why are you going back four yards? And by the time he had done the last one, he had, he had gone under his rushing. <laughs> I feel like his number was like 28 and a half or something. Something and he, like that. Yeah. He and like, he lost like he lost seven or eight he yards. He had on like the, 33 yeah. yards or yeah. something like that before the knees and yeah. then it went well under. Yeah, he lost like seven or eight yards on on the kneel downs. Yeah, I think what? it ended up being well under too. It was like, he, yeah. yeah, he was like six yards under. He mm. was taking such like exaggerated kneels. Gambling is fun. Gambling's fun. Lamar Jackson, 10 of 14 for 124 in this ball game so far. Again, at the two-minute warning. Um, on the ground, three carries for 16 yards for Lamar. But Tyson Williams, we, we were saying before this game, we have no idea how this is going to go from a rushing perspective. As Matt said, just ticking over his total already at 62 yards, by far the leading rusher. Two, I mean, the 35-yard touchdown run and a big run on this drive, accounting for most of it. Um, Marquise Brown, leading receiver for the Ravens, four, carry, uh, four catches for 52 yards and a touchdown. And Derek Carr has made his stats look from awful to eh, 9 of 18 now for 92 yards for Derek Carr, who at one point was 2 of 10. And, and Gil, just to, like, to point out how you often talk about how the line will shift depending on where you are on the field and where the, what point we are in the game. So we're at the two-minute warning right now. 
with the Ravens having marched the ball down the field. So we're sitting at 11 and a half right now. Okay. Despite the fact yes. that it's only a seven-point game. Right. So, again, because of their situation that they're in plus territory, they're matriculating the ball down the field. So, essentially, that number indicates, all right, we're going to assume that a field goal might be the most likely outcome of this drive. Yeah. Anything less would be a surprise. Anything more would be just bonus in terms of what the market is showing right now, where the Ravens have the ball second and seven at the Raiders 42 up 14 to seven. That is why that line is what it is. Here, uh, Jackson fakes a quick throw. Then, uh, oh, a little shovel pass up the middle to your guy, Mark Andrews. There's your uh, first catch. A second, second. Second catch. Yeah. I'm sorry. Second. We, second just, we just catch. need three more. That we just need three more. That wasn't, a, that wasn't a forward pass, nor was it your typical shovel pass. Yeah. That was like a, uh, a flip seven, eight yards down the field. Yeah, I'm getting upset with myself because I was all ready to fire on the on the receptions until I saw Circa hanging a, that low receiving yard number of 55, and I'm like, you know what? It makes sense, more sense to go with 55 than five, you know, over four and a half at a heavy juice or five at about uh, minus 120, I think I saw out there. But uh, and I, don't, I think he's got, he's got about 50 yards to go now, Matt. Yeah, and if you're wondering kind of about the pace as to what's going on here, the reason that the Ravens are taking their time, they're going to get the ball back at the beginning of the second half as well. Yes. So this is uh, trying to get a two-for-one here. Trying to get a two-for-one. They will have a fourth and short. Tyson Williams needed three yards, got about two and three quarters. Phillips, though, the Ravens' uh, offensive guard, is, is just writhing in pain on the ground right now with 113 left, so a stop in the action. Yeah. Offensive lineman, man. It is oh. just a tough gig. Very tough gig. You just get rolled up on all the time. So now, if you, here's the thing about it. what's the line? Is it still minus eleven? It's fourth and one. So this is, I wouldn't be surprised if it's taken down it in is some off. spots. Yes, yeah, it is off because this obviously is a high leverage moment where we're to break in the action. Just came back at nine and a half. Nine and a half. <laughs> now the question is, do I want to get greedy and add to that, knowing the two for one situation here? Because remember, Justin Tucker is the Ravens' kicker, so. They'll go for this, and if they get it, you have to assume with Tucker, that's a that's three points in the bank, and they'll be able to milk the rest of this. This is like the this one of those decisions where I think Harbaugh definitely goes for it, but having an awesome kicker yeah. also kind of clouds a decision because they're in his field goal range right now. So, so good that when I say Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, and Novak Djokovic are better at tennis than any of us are at anything. One of the appropriate responses is Justin Tucker at field goal kicking. Yeah, so they're on the 36, so they're they're within his his field goal range for sure. So I think you're, but I I, I believe I they go will go for, for it, it. because be- that because that is the optimal football play, which is another thing Urban Meyer didn't get yesterday no. with Jacksonville. No, didn't even occur to him. No, they had that situation. This is something that we are we're, we will monitor this heavily, guys, over the course of the season. We will try to keep you up to date on as many of these coaching decisions as humanly possible, so you can know, you know, feel better about making your bet, or or at least know that you're going into a, a bet that maybe you're, you're going to be banging your head against the wall about. Because we we have seen tendencies with these coaches over the last couple of seasons. We've oh. been doing this where we where we go. I still have to bet this team, but I'm fully aware that this coach might botch this to where like I'm going to lose this bet because of this guy. Yeah. It's a I mean, we talk about it in basketball at the end of uh, quarters, two for one. I mean, in football, the, the two for one at the end of a half is just so much more significant, obviously. Michael Lombardi, our colleague at VEASAN, calls it the middle eight, what you do with the last four minutes of the first half and the first four of the second. 
but the two for one is 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 how I would describe it here. And uh, I'm looking for a number here, and I would imagine okay, nine and a half. You got Vegas is paying in anything anything between eight and a half and ten. I mean, I have a minus three for the game. Do I get frisky with this? Tyre Phillips, by the way, is the uh, the Raven once again, who is out the left guard. He's being carted off the field. So fourth and I would say a couple inches here. Look at look at this laundry list of season-ending injuries already. J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, and Marcus Peters, not to mention Gus Edwards, leading the way there. Justice Hill with the Achilles. Everybody else, along with L.J. Ford, torn, uh, excuse me, ACL injuries. So the Ravens will go for it. At least they're going to line up for it. I would imagine they would. Uh, they're certainly not going to try to draw offsides because they don't want to take a, a timeout or a penalty or anything. They're in shotgun once again. This is what the Ravens do on fourth and one. Uh, they will take the snap right up the middle. Oh, got blown shorts. up. Blown up. Blown up, and the Raiders will take over. Glad I didn't make an extra bet. Raiders will take over right shot the gap and made the tackle for that, the Raiders. He just read that that was going to be yep. that exact play. That was awesome. That was awesome right there. John Harbaugh on the uh, mic asking upstairs, what went wrong? How come we didn't do that? Here it is. Oh, by the way, right coming over from from the absolute far end of the field and just, oh, he he followed the fullback in motion and just cut shot the gap. Saw it coming. Blew that play up. It's like, I'm not following the fullback anymore. So time timed it beautifully. So now the Raiders will take over at their own 36 with 112 left, and they've got two timeouts in their pocket. So this is a, a really big change in a turn of events for the Raiders because they don't have to deal with the two for one where they could have been down. What do you think, Darren Waller target? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> over the middle? It hey, is. <laughs> Darren Waller. And he threw it behind him. And he threw it behind him. Number uh, 11. And Darren Waller was open. And he throws it in his back shoulder. Oh, that was great. By the way, Darren Waller with 11 targets. Look at that. Just a bad pass. Throw it over the other shoulder. Oh. I like how Waller didn't adjust to it, though. He just kept going. He's like, this is going to be behind me. Waller with 11 targets, four catches. Already has 56 yards uh, receiving. So, again, his his total, 54 yards, pardon me, four catches on 11 targets. 11 targets in the first half. 11. And his and his total again which I played when I once I saw that prop was 68 and a half. We showed 69 and a half. Imagine I mean nothing's going their way. They can't make a connection and he's going to soar the, over. The it. reason we the reason we keep harping on this so like the the leading targeted receiver on the week so far was Thursday night Amari Cooper was 16. So yeah. we're in the first half at 11 right now. With Waller, I don't know if you know this, but this is on pace for twenty-two. That is uh, that would blow by the yeah. Amari Cooper total, or twenty-two and a half if he gets a twenty-three. If he gets a if he, if he gets another here, twenty-four. So with second and ten now at their own thirty-six. Once again for the Raiders, should have had a big gainer, and Carr misses his receiver. Should, you're a pro quarterback; you need to make that pass. Here's Carr under pressure. He's got time, though. He flushes out to the left, cocks it back, throws it in the middle. He's got a man. First down. There's a good play. There you go, Derek Carr. That was Zay Jones, I believe. One play good, one play bad. One play good, that's Derek Carr. Just across midfield now. Uh, 50 seconds. Again, the Raiders have two timeouts. So not in uh, complete rush mode here, but they... uh, That moves the live line to six and a half. There it is. 
Carr now will just throw this one to the sidelines. Uh, incomplete. Hunter Renfro, the intended receiver. So it'll be second and 10. 39 seconds left. Down 14 to 7. Two timeouts at their disposal. As we go to break, right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action, we'll wrap it up. And we'll talk a little bit more about week number two in the NFL and week one that has passed. Final thoughts as the Ravens and Raiders play out the end of the first half here in Vegas. Primetime Action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. 
I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VEASAN's Primetime Action Live from the South Point. Don't forget about our betting splits at VEASAN.com. The latest betting splits on every single game. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. And, of course, odds, data, and analysis for every single game. Start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com. Yet another feature on our website. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. So the Raiders now with 10 seconds left in the half have a first and 10 after a penalty uh, on Patrick Queen at 14-yard line of... The Ravens, but again, you got to take one shot in the end zone here, I would imagine. You do have one timeout, so you don't have to go in the end zone, but you might as well. Derek Carr, scrambling to the left. You uh, can't, well, you, can't, well, you I have mean, a you sack. got the timeout, all right. So, But even that is risky, right? Like if it had yeah. gone to zero, but the, Ra- the Raiders do get a timeout with three seconds left as Oway gets the sack on Derek Carr, and so it will it will be field goal time. Defensive Rookie Player of the Year ticket on him. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you have? Two hundred to one or something? No, it's it's uh it's not two hundred one, but it's 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 a it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I'd like that one to get home. So with three seconds left in the app, there there by the way, our uh, we'll show your uh, futures bets. He's on the next. Oh, no, there he is, Jason Oway, right in the middle, Defensive yeah. Rookie of the Year. Uh, so here is a uh, field goal attempt, and this would be what an outcome this would be for the Raiders who fell behind 14 to nothing, were facing a two-for-one situation for the Ravens when they were up 14 to seven, and the Ravens were in plus territory. But they get a stop on fourth down, and now Daniel Carlson, who only missed two field goals last year, two field goal attempts with 33 of 35, will attempt a 34-yarder to cut the lead to 14 to 10 as we go into the locker room. Ravens will get the ball first in the second half. The kick is Ooh. up. The kick is good. So 14 to 10 as we go to halftime, and all things considered, the Raiders got to be pretty happy about that. I mean, it feels this feels almost exactly like last night, right? Where yeah. you felt like one team was dominating, and st- and then you've got this other one that's somehow hanging around at halftime, making it close. Hanging around, hanging around. Pretty good, pretty entertaining football game so far. Yeah, so far it was. It has been pretty entertaining. I mean, listen, a little, a little bit of battling of styles here through with everything. I mean, you know, you got again. Lamar Jackson thrown 15 times in yep. the first half. Like, so they, they did go to the air uh, fairly often. Of course, not as much as Carr, who's now thrown 26 times in the in the first half in this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. 12 targets for, Darren Waller. for Waller in the first in the first half. I don't blame him, though. You know, on the one hand, you're right. I mean, you got to look at somebody else at some point. That got really locked in there early. But Darren Waller is absolutely a guy you should be going to time and time again. Uh, we'll get to adjusted MVP numbers in the NFL momentarily. Um, but let's talk about the, the late games in Major League Baseball, if we would here, just real quick. Yeah, let's let me pull up the odds on those real quick. All right, so we got a 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific, Red Sox and the Mariners, Eduardo Rodriguez, Logan Gilbert, minus 130 on Rodriguez and the Red Sox, if you want Gilbert and the Mariners, plus 110 as underdogs. And as we mentioned, Clayton Kershaw was activated off of the IL for this game. He is going to make the start against the Diamondbacks at home here. Uh, He is a minus 310 favorite going up against Zach Gallen and the Diamondbacks plus 245 if you want to go against Kershaw as he uh, makes his first start off the IL in a couple of months. How about Max Scherzer getting a 3,000 strikeouts the other day? Took a perfect game into the eighth. And and I was going to say, and like that's the thing. It's not like he limped in 
Yeah. He's still just so incredibly sharp and so incredibly good. He's really not the Cy Young Award winner. They're really not. I mean, I, that's what I. That was the only bet that I thought that we could have made whenever we yeah. brought those odds up last last time. Dodgers trying to keep pace with the Giants. Going to get pretty interesting here down the stretch of the Major League Baseball season. Giants just uh, absolutely not giving any ground. Uh, eight to nothing. Sorry, Yankees fans. Blue Jays uh, still up on the Rays. So Blue Jays are going to not let the Yankees gain on them with the Yankees win. Vlad Guerrero Jr., who is at 44 home runs now, tied with Shohei Otani, assuming he hasn't hit one yet tonight, does pop out uh, into right field, so he won't get a 45th here. But 44 apiece now between Vlad and Shohei. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. going to win the Triple Crown and not win the MVP? Look, I... I was beating the drum until y'all, until basically all of y'all told me I should quit beating the drum and that it was Shohei Otani's to 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 be to be had, and it is. I mean, according to the betting market, it's just to me. I just don't know how you're completely. You're you're probably right that Vlad is. He not hit his forty fifth tonight. He did hit his forty fifth, so he's in the lead. Pardon me. So he did hit his forty fifth. So you're probably right that he doesn't because I I was talking about this earlier in the season. Mm. You know, again, twenty twelve, Miguel Cabrera had, hit for the triple crown. And people were talking about, oh, who do you give it to, Cabrera or Trout? That was 2012. That was nine years ago. But at that point, the Triple Crown had not been done in 45 years since Carl Yastrzemski did it in 1967. So you had to give it to Cabrera. You can't just ignore something we've been talking about for 45 Mm -hmm. years. Now, eh, it's a little different. You know, home runs and RBIs are counting stats. And although they're great, I think you can win a Triple Crown. And if you face someone who's had a Ruthian season, like Shohei Otani, I don't think you win it. Yes, yeah, so, well, I, I use your same argument, right? If people are thinking this hadn't been done in 45 yeah. years, we got to give it then. That's right. It hadn't been done since Babe Ruth. I, I'll stay consistent. Gotta, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Shohei Otani conceivably could have, could have, he's probably not going to get to 50, but he could have a 50 home run, 25 stolen base season and be a Cy Young, can, fringe Cy Young candidate. Like, it was just ridiculous. Every time I see him steal a base, I'm like, "This is so completely unfair." Like, yeah. this is like you, like you, you have to, you have to stop it at pitching and hitting home runs. So you're stealing bases too. It's ridiculous. It is. It is not only a. It's not only an MVP year. I would argue that Shohei Otani is having one of the greatest individual seasons in the history of baseball. So that's why Vlad can't win. Vlad has eighty some odd more at bats. More at-bats than Shohei Otani and has struck out 65 fewer times. 65 fewer times. Yeah. Yeah. 80 more at-bats and struck out 65 fewer times. 68 fewer times. Let me ask you a question. What's Vlad's ERA? Well, I mean, there's a... There's a little bit. There's a little bit of that. Uh huh. Boys and girls. Uh-huh. What did I just say there? Huh? Did you catch what I just did there? Yeah, it was like uh, coming to the coming to America. Da-ha. Where's the spoon? Where's the spoon? Where's the spoon? <laughs> Taste the soup. Taste the soup. Taste the yeah, soup. soup. Da <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. That's the best, the best part. part of the movie. At the very end. <laughs> the roll end credits. Eddie Murphy, phenomenal. Uh, NFL MVP odds. Want to do an overreaction to a week one in the NFL MVP odds? Sure. Let's do that. Patrick Mahomes, your short shot. He should be. Plus 550. Matthew Stafford, 8-1 to one after one game. And then you have Tom Brady and Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson at 10-1. to one. Remember last year, Russell Wilson through five weeks was absolutely going to be the MVP. Yes. There's no question about it. Then he had a meeting with Pete Carroll where Pete Carroll said, you know, we're going to run the ball. 
We're going to quit letting you cook. We're going to yeah. quit. That's right. We're yeah. going to quit cooking, letting please. you cook. Stop nine, cooking. Nine days ago, Teddy Bridgewater, we didn't know he was going to He was going to be a starter. Now he's 35 to 1. He's jo- like Josh Allen. On the board. Josh Allen, 14 to 1. Dak, 14 to 1. Aaron Rodgers, 16 to 1. Okay, how about the contrarian Aaron Rodgers? Would you take Aaron Rodgers at 16 to 1 now after that? I don't think they're going to give it to him back to back. So I wouldn't, to be perfectly honest. I, I, th- I think that's fair, but... Like, I wouldn't take it at 16. If it's somehow gotten to, like, 20, like mid-20s after week two or something, I'd throw a few bucks on it just because it's that good of a player. That big odds. By the way, we went a whole show and we barely mentioned, we didn't mention Baker Mayfield when we were talking about the Browns and the uh, Chiefs. That pick to seal the game yesterday. Yeesh. I actually don't think, I think he was trying to throw the ball away. And really? he went to step, and he got his ankle, and he and he yeah, got he his tripped. leg yeah. caught. Oh, is that right? Yeah, like so. I missed that. He was going, uh, he was going to throw, and his his leg got caught. So, so the, it, the leg yeah. you would normally step forward yeah. with, and so it just he like kind of fell forward. Yeah. And I think the trajectory where he was trying to throw it out of bounds made the trajectory go like this. I can't prove that, but no. it, like it was. It was a very awkward throw because he was going down. Yeah, I, the fir- I gotta be honest. The first time, it's like two times I saw it, Gil. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what a horrible, horrible yeah. interception!" And I, and I saw that it was a closer replay. And I, I, I don't know what would have happened if he didn't get tripped up. Yeah, yeah I don't know but either. It looked, yeah, but it, it, it looked to me like I think he was trying to throw it away. It definitely and then affected. The it was like it was when you think you can step and then you can't. And yeah. then like you, yeah. just, well, you know, and I definitely missed that part. Yeah. So yeah, my apologies to the to Baker Mayfield and his entire family. I mean, Quite look, frankly. if it, you know that number, I gotta look and see what I thirty-five got it one. at. But I imagine it's probably not that. It probably wasn't that good. Here, um, here's the thing, though: like he's longer than Jameis, he's longer than Lamar Jackson, right. and that's a team that you are as bullish on as any. Well, and, and they were, they were. I mean, they hung yes, with the best team in football. If again, I mean, if if, uh, if Jamie Millen doesn't think he's Daryl Green, you know, maybe yeah, maybe they win that game. Yeah. Is that his name, Jamie Millen? By the way, I, think I, I don't remember what his yeah. name was. His uh, name was his name was from was were some was some cur, was some curse words <laughs> being slung I at mean, the ba- television. Baker Mayfield's the same number as Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Come on. Interesting. If you had to make one bet, though, I would still bet Patrick Mahomes at plus five fifty. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> call it a day. Again, it's going to be. Yeah, it's if he doesn't get injured, it's just the guy's just ridiculous. Yeah. He's just ridiculous. Though, and those ba- weapons. Too. Though, based on my gushing earlier, Kyler Murray at 10 to 1, I don't hate that either. Just want to point that out. We've done all we can do. Uh, 14 to 10, Ravens over the Raiders at the half. Uh, we waited for the threes and bet that. Or at least I did pre flop. Five Matt points, 45, 48 and a half. Five points, 48 and a half is your current number. For Matt Brown, for Kelly Bidlin, Gil Alexander, thanks for watching tonight. The nightcap is next with Tim Murray and Sean King from Circa. Enjoy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. 
I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.